Today is Trinity Sunday, the Sunday in the church here when we celebrate the Trinity. You could say that it is our parish's big day. The Trinity represents our struggle to understand how there is one God when we read in Scripture of the Holy Spirit and the Father and the Son and how they all are at work and yet one God. Wonderful Episcopalian theologians suggest that the unity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit can be understood as a unity of love, a capacity, and unity of love that is beyond our human nature. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit love one another in a way that makes them one and yet all independent. We humans simply cannot manage to love one another in the same way. In the Trinity, we are reminded that though we may not have, though we may not have the capacity to love one another in unity, it is the essence of God's nature. And our work as Christians is to offer the world the message of Trinitarian love, that God has entered into the history of this world with the purpose of restoring the image or remaking our human nature after the pattern of the divine changing us beyond our capacity to change ourselves into a unity of love. And with this image of love and unity, we are called to look around and look at our lives together to see whether we are striving for unity and love despite real differences with other people in our lives. In this work, we do gain insight, we see truth, and we have meaningful religious experiences. Isaiah, the great prophet, had experiences of God, and one of them was a vision of the throne room. And we share this vision of God's throne room each Sunday. The Lord sitting on a throne high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Angels attended him, and one called to another and said, Holy, 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 is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. This vision is made real for us on Sundays when we say the Sanctus, holy, holy, holy. The whole body of worshipers takes up the song as kings and priests to God. And in that moment, we experience the blessed Trinity. We are in that moment of the Sanctus connected connected with the people around us as we hear them say and sing the same song, and also connected with family and friends who have gone before, who are in the throne room of God, and sing the same song. It is a unity filled with love. And for me, it's one of the most meaningful experiences of God I have in this season in my life. In that moment, I get to look out at you, our community gathered, and I see a canner who cooked in the kitchen last week, choir member offering talent, a parishioner struggling with cancer. And in that moment, I miss, too, all those parishioners who have gone before, the recovering alcoholic, the generous giver, the doctor. You all know him as Dr. Carpus. He used to sit over in that west transept only missed church when there was a University of Miami home game. 
and the quiet man who always had a smile coming up for communion. Each of those parishioners, now gone, experienced God. And in these lives, I saw facets of faith journey, common practices and dispositions that strive toward love. As a church community, we offer common practices and dispositions as ways for each of us to grow into more mature, more perceptive Christians. And so think of the soul, the heart, the mind, and your hands. We have experiences of prayer here at Trinity, the worship we experience now on Sunday, the opportunity for prayer in small groups, those moments with clergy, that's the soul work. Engaging in fellowship, sharing that cup of coffee, learning about the lives of the people around you and growing in relationship, that takes a heart, a warm heart, with the hardness of pride and cold selfishness melted away. There are three to four Bible studies a week here, formation opportunities, Sunday school, youth group, sermons. The mind is not to be left behind, but expected to be fully engaged. And the hands. Opportunities for meaningful, generous giving that supports the light of worship and the love of outreach. The experience of God, the realization that God is a real and present presence in each and every moment of life, it takes work to perceive, to know, to trust. The maturing faith perceives greater depth and it bears much fruit. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. And today we can have fruit to help us. There's a note in the bulletin. It's time to bring those ripe mangoes in for the Christmas market mango chutney. Fruit is dropping at the moment on my tree. So as we think about maturing faith, let's look at the tree. Has it been pruned? Has it been nurtured? Or battered by the wind, scorched by the sun? How has the gardener been present tending to the tree? Of course, that image relates to you and how you are tending to your faith. Have you been intentional and present with your faith journeys? feeding, growing in strength and depth, and meeting challenges as they come. So remember again the soul, heart, mind, and hands. Are you attentive to each of these facets of your faith journey? You may pray for an immediate need like a parking spot. Can you grow into a prayer of constant thanksgiving for the people and blessings around you? Your heart may be filled with immediate loves and passions as they fill you up and make you feel good, and your heart grow into selfless outpouring, into the interests of others. You may know that the Trinity means God is one and yet three. Can you grow into a place where your mind is put to work each week, each day, reading scripture and discussing it with others? And you may give money to church, and charity is a kind thought 
and hope. Can you grow into a place where you are thankful for God's blessings and give first and cheerfully to his purposes? It is in this work that you will continually experience God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in mysterious and mystical ways. The more we mature and ripen, the more practice we gain in perceiving and rejoicing in God's wonder. And the more, too, we are able to articulate and share the amazing power and love of God in our lives and in the world that we grow into a Trinitarian love, a unity of love beyond ourselves.